Hey there, I'm Sarita, and you're about to experience the modern approach to well-being where you get to establish the best and most important relationship you will ever have, the one with yourself. I'm on a mission to help you declutter energy and reclaim your power so you can be a magnet to what you desire. If you're looking for the optimal blend of mindset and healing, you're in the right place. My goal in this podcast is to share tools, resources, and practices that will help you along your healing journey. I'm so excited to be here with you today. So welcome to Back to Here with Sarita. Let's get started. Hey there, beautiful. Thank you so much for being here today for another episode of Back to Here with Sarita. And I am your host, Sarita. And I am really excited that we're actually stepping into the last 10 weeks of the year. I cannot believe that 2023 is about to be over. And today also commences Scorpio season. So this is going to be actually a short solo episode today as I share with you the direction that I'm heading within my personal life and business and this podcast. And if you're listening to this episode on the day it drops on October 23rd, I figured it was a perfect time to share with you as we commence Scorpio season. If you don't know much about Scorpios, let me tell you a little bit about them. They're some of my favorite people. So characteristically wise, Scorpios are known to be really intense and passionate and have a lot of depth and really like getting to the bottom of things. I personally love my Scorpio friends because we actually share a lot of commonalities around passion and power. And me being an Aries sun, I get along with Scorpios really well because we actually have the same ruling planet. Scorpios have two ruling planets, in fact, one being Mars and one being Mercury. So the ruling planet that we share is Mars. And one of the characteristics that both of us have is that we can be a little impetuous in nature. And there would be people to argue that Aries are a lot more impetuous than Scorpios, but it is something that we do share. Not necessarily a bad trait, but something to keep in mind. Scorpio season in general is a really great time to get deeper into the things that you love and finding new passions that light you up. And that being said, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to share with you in a little bit more depth around my personal passions that I've decided to speak a lot more heavily into. And to kind of set the stage and lay the foundation, I want to take you back a little bit. I started this podcast about a year ago. It was October 2022 when I released my first episode and it officially launched in January of this year. And when I started my my podcast, I really didn't think about myself as a spiritual leader or guide, even though my podcast is around wellness and healing. And so about two weeks ago, I had a friend introduce me to their friend group, and this is what she specifically said. She said, I would love for you to meet Sarita, a spiritual entrepreneur. And when I heard that, I was like, is that really me? And this is what came up for me. The imposter syndrome was speaking really heavily in my brain as, oh, no, that's not what a spiritual leader looks like. I don't look like a spiritual leader. I don't have a plethora of crystals and tarot cards. I don't really have witchy vibes. I don't wear like flowing clothes and flowers in my hair. Like all the things that we see perceived on TV and books and especially the community I live in that perceive us or kind of create this image as what a spiritual leader 
looks like. And then I got to thinking about it. I was like, actually, no, a spiritual leader can literally wear a suit and tie. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside, but it's what matters what's in the inside and radiates through. And for quite some years now, I've had a lot of people tell me that I'm really zen and grounded. And actually, it's something that I exude. People think, I've had people tell me, like, you are very, very spiritual. And as I started to think about it a little bit more, I realized I was like, you know what? I am a spiritual entrepreneur. The problem was I wasn't owning it or claiming it. All the things that I actually recommend anybody to do is owning their power and claiming their power. I was not doing that. And so I have been trying it on for size for the last couple weeks. And it feels really good to embrace and say, say that I'm a spiritual leader. And I realize that I am here to guide you in a very non-traditional leadership way as a spiritual entrepreneur. And I just wanted to share with you, I think it's been since around June that I've had so much transformation occur with things like letting go of my people-pleasing identity. The people-pleasing identity that had absolutely no boundaries. One of my biggest ahas of this year, actually, which kind of correlates with another identity of the person that was constantly giving, giving, giving. I would give so much that it, I would actually shut down. And so overgiving, I would come from a place of overgiving, which actually was rooted in the belief of scarcity. And by overgiving, I was doing that and I would shut down because I would not feel seen and heard, but also it was blocking me from receiving. Some of the other things that I've been working with has been healing my money wounds. I've been letting go of relationships that no longer serve me. All these things I've been doing this year. And it's not just been since June. These things have kind of popped up and then really started to come to a head in June. And literally all these things that I'm sharing with you have blocked my ability to receive abundance, which is something that I actually heavily love talking about is abundance and love and all the things, yet I was the person who was blocking myself from abundance. And so just in about five months, I have shed so many layers that have allowed me to actually step more authentically into myself as Sarita. It's allowed me to step more into my authentic role as a coach, an online influencer, and even a podcaster. This transformation has just allowed me to be more an authentic self so I can be in service to myself and then also so I can be in service to you and my one-on-one clients. And I realized one of the big things because of some of the healing that I've been doing, especially around financial abundance, is that I have not stepped into the person that talks more heavily into manifestation, financial abundance, and all the things, even money, because I was literally under the belief that there were too many people already talking about manifestation, money, you know, all those things, abundance. And because I also felt I was rooted in the belief too, that I felt that I didn't have a certain lifestyle that portrayed a abundant lifestyle. I was looking at what people were doing on Instagram. These eight, you know, figure earners were were just showing themselves with all these luxury items and travel and all the things. And that was who I was taking from thinking that that was the way that it needed to look. 
But it wasn't until my one-on-one coach actually reminded me that I have a lifestyle that a lot of people desire. If you have not had a chance to listen to the last episode where I showed you or shared with you the steps that I took to manifest two homes in the matter of six months, there was a lot of energy that I have put into to create the lifestyle that I live right now. It wasn't something that happened overnight. And it took my one-on-one coach to actually remind me that I have a certain lifestyle that a lot of people actually would love to have. For example, I live five minutes walking distance from the beach. I have financial abundance flowing into me on a weekly basis, very much with ease. I have a flexible freedom lifestyle where I can literally pick up and work from anywhere at any time. And I also have this really deep-rooted sense of self and self-love. And again, this did not happen in all in one day. It literally took so much inner work, self-love, like vision boarding, manifestation, and a lot of trust. And so I realized the type of people that I actually desire to work with are not necessarily the ones that are wanting to have all the material possessions in life. Because I believe, this is just me, that I believe that having the rooted sense of self and worthiness and ability to manifest and the financial abundance coming with ease is so important as well as if you really desire the physical things in your life like the nice handbags, the trips, and all that stuff. And I realized that I'm the type of person who actually would like to work with people, yes, that would love to have the money and abundance, but also desire to feel worthy and a sense of groundedness within them at their core so they know with conviction that they can literally create the life that they desire. You can only change your environment so much. I think I've said this before around identity work. You can only change your environment so much. It is the deep inner work that needs to be done for you first so then your outward reality your outward parts of your life reflect what is happening within you it is having a healthy relationship with yourself and the abundance of the universe and so as i step a lot more heavily into not only this role and my more authentic self and talking about things that are around financial abundance and abundance in general I have decided that I've been calling myself an inner wealth and abundance coach. And here's why. Inner wealth wellness is a state of being. It's the state where you have a healthy relationship physically, emotionally, and spiritually with abundance. So you can manifest and attract what you desire with ease. And like I mentioned in my five-day workshop that I had a few weeks back, activate your inner wealth and abundance. If you haven't had a chance to review that or watch it, you can go to saritawellness.com backslash activate to purchase it for $19. And it has some really, really great information. Like I said in my five-day workshop, that abundance itself, we tend to think abundance just we automatically just go to money. Like that's where our brain goes is when we think abundance, we think just money. 
And yes, like abundance or financial abundance is a big part of abundance, yet it is not the primary core thing. Abundance is not just about money, but it's about, and yes, it's about financial abundance, but the big part of it, the big part of manifestation, the big part of abundance and all the things are calling in is the inner work around abundance. Abundance is like overflow and the excess of but it doesn't necessarily need to be financial abundance or money. It could be something as simple as love. You can have an abundance of love. You can have an abundance of time. You can have abundance of fresh air. You can have abundance of sunshine. You can have an abundance of healthy, clean drinking water. That's really important. And so this inner wealth wellness is having a healthy relationship with abundance that is reflected in your relationship with spiritual wellness and emotional wellness. And so you may be asking yourself, okay, why Sarita? Like that's a change in title, that doesn't really matter. But yet it does a little bit because it is the authentic version of myself. I did an astrological reading with one of my friends recently and it was noted in my astrological chart that I am meant to talk about abundance and it actually lights me up I have, and I don't remember what house it is, but my wound is in, so the wounded warrior is Chiron and my wounded warrior Chiron is in Taurus and Taurus is all about the luxuries and like nice things of life and having like a very solid foundation. Taurus is an earth sign and so it's really having that stability. And so me having a wound in Chiron, this is my medicine, this is what this is where I'm meant to heal, but also I'm meant to speak heavily into the parts of myself that I'm healing so then I can help and guide you to heal. And so that is the reason why I'm sharing with you now my healing journey around abundance. It is something that I've kept on the DL. It's something that I haven't really shared. I've shared with it a little bit on my Instagram, a little bit here and there. But I desire to actually talk a lot more heavily into two things that have been a large part of my journey. And like I said, what has been the premise of that five-day workshop that I just shared with you, Activate Your Inner Wealth and Abundance, is that the relationship that I've personally had around. So if you've been with me for a little while, you'll know that a lot of my background, a lot of the last like few years, I've been really speaking heavily about self-love. That has been a huge part of my healing journey post my relationship breakup and just kind of discovering a lot more about myself. But simultaneously, the part I have not been talking about has been this relationship with money, financial abundance, and healing that part of me. If I hadn't been doing that and giving myself a lot of self-love, I wouldn't have created the lifestyle that I live now. And I realized that it was, and it's been over the last couple years, I've realized that the love aspect and the money aspect are actually really, really intertwined. And we see money and love in the most demented way possible when it comes to like our entertainment and society, not to mention our caretakers. We have as humans beings that are navigating and walking this earth, these are two areas that we just do not talk about in school. We talk about everything else, but the two things that we do not talk about are money and love. And so we, as it can become adults, we have to figure out 
and navigate this new territory. And especially if we have the wounds when it comes to those two places, we need to figure out how to heal those wounds. And a lot of times people choose not to heal those wounds. And so these two areas, these two wounds around money and love cause us to move and operate in certain ways in the world. And I didn't realize that I was operating in such a scarcity way. I mean, look look at what I just shared with you around love, realizing that I was literally blocking myself as somebody that was giving, giving, giving. I wasn't in the flow of receiving, which is receiving the abundance of love, receiving the abundance of whatever it was that I actually really desired. So let me share with you a little bit about my journey in that. I have had a roller coaster relationship with both love and money. Literally a roller coaster. And I'm talking from like age from what I remember, it probably started before then. When I was adopted at three years old and planted into a new family, I had to navigate a lot of new things, a lot of new territories. And from there, I already had the seed planted in me that I'm unwanted and unloved. And so that manifested into myself as having a roller coaster relationship with love. Not to mention the money aspect of that, the money aspect of having a roller coaster relationship growing up with like a single parent and then all the other things that came along with it. I felt unwanted and also not having love or money really brought around and then having like and then sometimes having love and money and not having it. So it was like this feast or famine going back and forth. It was not consistent. And I knew something had to give, but I wasn't doing anything about it for a long time. In like 2020, or excuse me, in like 2012, like 11, 2012, 2013, I was really interested in finances. I was really interested in the financial like aspect of like savings and like kind of the masculine part of it, but nothing was landing. And it wasn't until 2019 that I actually started to do some deep level work. And I mean like healing, healing, healing with my money and my relationship with money and my relationship with abundance and my relationship with financial abundance that things started to shift for me. And I would say the biggest aha that I had, it wasn't in 2019, but after doing years now, it's been about what, three some three and a half some years, that I realized one of the reasons why, or actually a huge, huge, huge reason why I was having a roller coaster relationship with my finances and my abundance and like all the things, not because I was inconsistent and not because I didn't have like discipline and all the things, but it was a deeper level thing. And we're talking about spiritual stuff here. We're not just talking about being responsible and all the things like you can, you can do all the outside, right? You can do all the outside environmental things, right? And like make the goals and all that stuff. But if you aren't doing the deeper level work and realizing what's underneath those layers, and I'm talking about like what's in your body, what's in your nervous system, what's in the heart, what's in like the emotions and the feelings and all the things. If you aren't doing that deeper level work, you're not going to find out. And for me, what I found out was the thing that was blocking me from being consistent and all the things was my deep level sense of unworthiness of being able to actually hold and maintain money and love. I didn't feel worthy enough to have it and to keep it, which meant that I would have it and then I wouldn't have it. I would have it and I wouldn't have it. 
And so then started my mission to do a lot more deep level work in that area. And I decided that at that time that I wasn't going to share this on social media or my podcast audience. I was doing all this on the sidelines, just by myself, journaling. I have about three years worth of money journals, or I should say financial abundance journals. Every single time something comes up around money, finances, abundance, I am writing it out. I am doing EFT, which is the emotional freedom tapping. I'm doing all these modalities that help me release these beliefs that I've had so ingrained in my life around this programming. And yes, mindset work has been a big part of it. conscious program has been a large part of it and also having a passion about talking about manifesting has been a big part of it but what really drives my passion around my relationship with abundance is the fact that it is something that is in deep within our body and our nervous system I didn't realize how much that was impacting my ability to receive and to keep and to maintain. Now, a lot of coaches or teachers out there that are talking about manifestation, they're talking about how to, or they're talking about how to manifest more money, how to manifest for love in your life, how, 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 H-O-W. I truly believe they're missing a huge part of the healing process because you're literally starting at point midway through point one to point 10, right? You're probably starting at five by saying how to manifest more money, how to do this, how to manifest more love, how to do these things. When in reality, the most important aspect of this process is actually to remove the blocks that are keeping you not only stuck, but actually getting to the place of where you actually desire. When I broke up with my ex in, what was it, 2021, and I was sitting in my room that I had absolutely um, no furniture in, I was crying my eyes out because I had $200 in my bank account and I had absolutely nothing to show for where I was. And it wasn't because I was heartbroken from the relationship. Yes, that was a factor. And it wasn't because I had $200 in my bank account. Yes, that was a factor. But what it was the driving force is I felt purposeless. I felt worthless. I felt like I had absolutely nothing to offer and nothing to give. Because of my state of frequency of feeling so broken and so unworthy, it reflected in my outward reality. It wasn't because I was being irresponsible with money. It wasn't because I was being irresponsible with love. It was because I literally felt a sense of unworthiness when it came to what I had to offer and what I had to give. And so like I said, it's like doing those deep level work that's actually going to help you maintain and keep. And so when I was doing the work for a couple years, it took a while for my reality to kick in because I really had to stand in conviction. And again, this was like on a bodily part, a nervous system, a heart. It wasn't just mindset work. It was like the body work and releasing like and releasing a lot or releasing all those complicated layers that were like a cobweb of keeping me stuck exactly where I was. When I started to really truly believe on a cellular level, and I'm talking like DNA cellular level, that I was worthy of receiving the abundance, the financial abundance, the financial and the love, then things started to shift in my reality. Yes, I was doing the human footsteps to create a lot more abundance in my life, but also too, I was doing the deep level work. And that is what I'm here to do. I am so here 
to help you unpack and uncover those layers that are keeping you from attracting the abundance, the financial abundance, the abundance of love, all the things that you really desire. And it starts with standing in conviction of your worth and power. That's where it starts. And sure, it is so easy to stand in the mirror and look and say to yourself, like, I am worthy and declare it out loud from the rooftops. But like I said, it is your body. It is your nervous system. Are they on board? Are they on board with your belief that you are worthy? Is your body, is your nervous system on board? Because if they are not, you're going to see indicators in your life. That's how you can find out if your nervous system is on board with the life that you really do desire is that you can see in your environmental factors. Look at what your environment looks like. Look at your relationships. Look at your relationship with financial abundance and money. Look at your relationships with love. Look at the relationship with yourself. Those are going to be indicators of where you are when it comes to your relationship with abundance. Are the areas of your life in alignment with where you actually want to be? And if not, something needs to change. Something needs to change and 99.9% of the time, it is you that needs to change. Or I should say, gets to change. Remember, the wound may not be your fault. Most of the time, the wound is not your fault. The wound of feeling unwanted, unloved, was not my fault. I was adopted. I had absolutely no power in that situation. But the wound to heal that is definitely my responsibility. The wound of being up and down financially with my money is not necessarily my fault. It was something that I taught. was taught. I was taught scarcity. And like I mentioned, I mentioned that in the first day of activate your inner wealth and abundance. I tell you exactly, it's not your fault for being in a scarcity mindset. It is not your fault. However, it is your responsibility to heal those wounds. And so yes, as we move forward together on this journey, I'm super excited. As we move together in this journey, I will be talking a lot more around abundance, financial abundance, love, healing, manifestation, and all things unapologetically abundant. That's what I want you to experience, to be unapologetic around your abundance whatever that looks like for you remember abundance is just overflow and excess of and being in a state of my cup overfloweth and so that being said i am currently working on something really really exciting because of this i am working on a six week group pro uh, excuse me i'm working on a six week group coaching program where you will be able to go a lot deeper into healing, healing, remember? Not trying to manifest more money, not trying to uh, create more wealth and all that stuff. We are gonna be doing healing around your financial scarcity wound. So the healing of the money wound. So this will not be a course about manifesting more money. It's not gonna be a course about you know creating all that. It's gonna be a course on the part that a lot of coaches really miss the mark on. And it is helping you heal the inner wounds that you have created around financial abundance or money. Remember, by doing that, you're actually making room for the abundance that you actually desire. So simple concept. I've used this analogy before. If you want a new car, 
in the garage that you already have a car in, how can you place this brand new, amazing, shiny, beautiful car into a garage that already has a broken down, beat up car? It is, it's just impossible, right? You need to take out the old car to be able to place in the new car. Real simple. Healing the inner wounds around your scarcity, around financial abundance and money will actually help you attract the abundance that you really desire to have. And I want to say, I wish, I wish I'd had a course like this when I was in my 20s. I wish that I had had a course like this to heal my relationship with abundance, to heal my relationship with money when I was in my 20s. I am in my 40s now and it's like 20 some years later than I had during my 20s because usually it's around the 20s is when we start like living on our own and kind of doing our own thing. That was years, 20 some years of feast and famine when it came to my abundance relationship and it was not pretty. It was not pretty. And so I'm excited to create this program for you and I'll be speaking a lot more into it with episodes to come. But just FYI, it's going to be launching in January 2024. There will be some early bird prices going up around Black Friday, which is not that long from now. I am so excited to share with you this new part of my journey for you to walk together with me as we call in more abundance together in your life, my life, and the people that are around you. Because again, in day, I believe it was day four, Oh no, it was day three, excuse me, and activate your inner wealth and abundance. I say how being abundant, being in a state of abundance, whatever that is to you, if it's financial abundance, most specifically financial abundance, but also like love abundance, the more that you are in that state, the more it actually radiates and affects those people around you. By being, let's just say, by being financially abundant, it actually activates and helps the collective. Believe it or not, it really does. It is amazing. It is an amazing feeling. Let me tell you from personal experience. It is an amazing feeling to be in the state of vibrational frequency abundance. And I want to share that with you. I'm so excited. Okay, love. Thank you so much for being here today. Our next podcast episode, I just wanted to kind of give you a disclaimer about this. As we continue into Scorpio season, the next podcast episode you will hear is one of my dear friends, who is also a Scorpio friend. So there's a reason why I'm placing her during Scorpio season. She is a sex and intimacy coach. And I just want to give you a disclaimer of the episode is totally X-rated, like really X-rated. So if you have a sensitivity that has anything to do with sexuality, sex, or sensual play, I would highly suggest for you to skip the episode because there is, I mean, it's really raw. And it's um, very explicit. There's a lot of explicit information. So also, if you are listening to it on like a speaker, I would definitely do it in earbuds if you have sensitive little ears like, you know, running around you. I do definitely highly recommend to listen to the episode because it's very juicy. And as a sex and intimacy coach, my friend definitely correlates what is happening in the bedroom, sensually, sexually, all the things and directly correlates to what is happening in the outside world. 
So that episode, like I said, explicit information, just wanted to give you a disclaimer ahead of time as you are listening to this episode and you jump into the next one. So you're not like, oh my gosh, (laughs) this is crazy. I wanted to bring that in because not only is she a Scorpio, but I wanted to relate the self-love aspect in a more intimate way. I am super excited about that podcast episode (laughs) because it's a lot of fun. Okay, love, I'm so, so happy that you've been here today just listening to how I'm stepping into a lot more of service to you. I'm really excited to walk with you on this journey and to have shared more heavily around my personal passions. And as you can see, I'm like really, really stoked. I'm really excited for it. So more to come on back to here with sarita and sarita wellness i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see you in the next episode and in the meantime as always keep being the amazing you that you are hey love thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode if you adored what you heard it would mean the world to me if you took a moment to leave a review on the platform you're listening to this episode on. By doing this, you are helping my mission to impact other women with their healing journeys. If you aren't already following me on social media, make sure to connect with me at Sarita Wellness to get your weekly dose of inspiration. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode, but in the meantime, keep being the amazing you that you are.